With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for our weekly conversation with CBSSports.com's NFL insider, Jason Lockenfora. Presented by Zeke's Pizza, homegrown in the Northwest. Now, here's Mitch in the morning. Who's had the free range red? I have. I have. Does it look red? You tell me. Uh, it's an amber. From yeah. Zeke's Pizza. Who's looks, had it? Looks reddish I amber. Yeah. From the Laurel Wood Brewing Company in From where? Portland, Oregon, uh, baby. It all comes back to Portland. Brewtown, USA. Today's conversation with Jason Lock and Forward. Jason, you'll be happy to know it's brought to you by the free range oh, red. Hello? You'll be happy to know, Jason, that it's brought to you by the Free Range Red. I'm very intrigued by that. Are you? Who are you talking free to? Free Range Beer. Your wife in the background? No, I was talking to Chloe. She's home sick. Got the strep. Oh. Okay. But I was trying to tell Chloe? her that they're, you're playing Night Begins to Shine. That's a big song in this house. Way to go, Slickhawk. You didn't even know nice. I had a sick kid home. No, I had no idea. Yeah, how about out. that? Yeah. Synergy, baby. What do you want? Some sort of a medal? He's you're, eating something, too. What are you me? eating? I was, you know what? You wouldn't eat in Calgary. You wouldn't eat when you're on the. I was, you know what actually was happening? From the time you called in, I said, I'm going to make, I'm making a little, have leftover tuna that I grilled the other night. I'm like, I'm going to chop this tuna up. I'm going to put this bread in the toaster. Yeah. I'm going to toast it. I'm going to make my tuna salad, put it on the toast, and see how far into the sandwich I get before he comes to me. (laughs) You know what? I'll take a picture of it. I'll take a pic. I got a little less than halfway done. I'll take a picture of it right now and tweet it to you. Tweet you think your I'm progress. Playing? Huh? Here we go. I'm going to. Okay, the picture. I took the picture. Do you want me just to tweet it out now? Yeah. Or do you want me to, like, text it to Slickhawk? Just, I might as well just tweet it out. It's probably just tweet it out. Here we go. This lunch is for you at K. Oh, no, don't take me to that. That's KJR Mitch. You do that fast. Can you include Ian Rappaport on that? Uh, no, nah, come on, man. Come on. Are you trying to new material? Well, you know what? You, you come out of the gate with a. Sh- that's really a. Sh- you're telling the story to tell me how long it took me to come to you. That's why you're telling the mm-hmm. story. It's well, complaining no, I, without I'm, complaining. I'm, I'm telling Stop the story. Stop bitching and moaning. I didn't know when you were coming to me. It was a pause there because I, I didn't know. I no, you were waiting. talking to Chloe. How old is Chloe? Chloe's eleven. Ask Chloe to tell us who her favorite Baltimore Oriole player is. Chloe, they want to know your favorite Baltimore Oriole. Did you hear that? No. Here, can you say it louder? Can you yell it? Manny Machado. Manny Machado. Manny Machado. Manny Machado. Good answer, Manny Machado. Manny. You know, I wanted to thank you, though. Since you uh, went off the rails last week, Chris Tillman has started twice for the Orioles. He's pitched uh, 14 innings, striking out 19, uh, two wins, one earned run. So thank you. Thank you again. You want to thank me also for the for gift them? that keeps on giving. You want me to thank you also? You to thank me for the losing five of the last nine? Uh, I don't know. They they took they, what they went two and two against Chicago. Yeah, they lost five of the last. Since nine. I talked to you, they they ended the rot. Tillman got the win against Tampa. 
Then they split with Chicago, and they beat the Yankees last night. So I'm not a math whiz, but I'm going to say four and two. Yeah, but also okay. five that's of the last night. I talked to you. Well, yeah, hey, but you hey, ripped you them you last week. Yeah, you can't rip you're, them you're this week time. for something hey. they did two weeks ago. You know I can do whatever the hell I want. Well, yeah, we, we know. Believe me, Jason, <laughs> we know that. whatever the hell I want yeah. to do. Would you yeah. like? Would you like a little free range red from the Laurelwood Brewing Company in Portland, uh, what, Oregon? How many thumbs up did it get from? I don't know. From Slick Hawk and Fame so where does it, where does so it rank? Does it really look them. red? Does it really look red? Yeah, yeah a reddish it's tint, tint to it. Yeah. What, but what, it's what, how about? It's about how it tastes. Okay, how, how does it taste? It's good. I mean, give, good. but you can you give us a little okay, more yeah. specifics about yeah, it? How does it taste? Okay, as, as I as how does it taste? As it first touches my lips. Are we supposed to be drinking on the air? Absolutely. Okay. All right. How did you? How did you give a description? Is it a? Is it lightish? No, it was hop- it, it was a it, little more hoppy than I thought. Hoppy, yeah. It's it a has, little it's hoppier hoppy. than I thought. It's hoppy. The reds aren't normally normally hoppy, but, but not in a bad way. Zeke's it just kind of surprises you a little bit. Smooth yet hoppy. I read the description of it and got thirsty. I did a little research. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Only on display at Zeke's Pizza, the gold medal winner of the World Beer Cup. Have you? I know you're a big World Cup fan. Do you know about the World Beer Cup? Is that a real thing? I thought that was just that. Wasn't there that movie? I I only saw parts of it, like Beer the movie Fest? where these guys go to Germany. Yeah, Oktoberfest or something. Yeah, like Beer, Beer Fest. Fest. That's yeah. a good movie. No, I think there is a real a real world Beer yeah, Cup. There is. I that was think the same really guys is. that did Super Troopers. The Broken yeah, yeah, Lizard yeah, guys. right, right. Uh, what do they call Broken them? Lizard? Broken Lizard. Yeah. yeah. How the Hawks do? I, I mean, look, I, I, you're never going to have me bash their picks. I mean, they they, they do it in Calgary all the time. Going to Calgary lately, dude. In all honesty, truth be told, I could use. Calgary money right about now. I'm sure you could. Uh, yeah, the, the, my podcast isn't really breaking a profit yet, so. Cause it's because you don't at, promote it Because you don't promote it on Twitter enough. Yeah, we did yeah, 35 minutes with Eric DaCosta. This, so if you want to go inside the draft, even if you don't care about the Ravens, pretty yeah. good process from Eric DaCosta. I remember asking who, you. Eric how, DaCosta, who, who could have been the GM there. I remember I, many I, moons I, ago, 2010. I, he, uh, I kind of remember asking you about the Seahawks. I kind of thought a few minutes ago. I like their draft. I like their draft. What do you they like about it? Do you know anything about it? You don't know yes. anything about no, it. No, of course. What do you think? I come in here totally unprepared? I think you are. No, look, they did what I said they were going to do. They traded down. Somebody was going to take Paxton Lynch at 26. That happened. They liked the value in the offensive line and thought those, the second tier of guys that they would be able to get into at 26, there's not much difference between 26 and 52 and 75 or whatever. So they got their guys. They got the kid from A&M who they like. Jerron Reed, I mean, that's a, that, I had that kid going to Detroit at 18 in many of my mocks, and not just haphazardly. Is it Jerron uh, or is it Jaron? Whatever. Jerron, Jer- it's not my problem. It's your problem now. Yeah. I'm <laughs> done with them once they're drafted, unless they're impact <laughs> players. I mean, what are the odds? I mean, again, like, hopefully, if he turns out to be the kind of player where I really have to know his name on a regular basis, yeah. then, then good for him and good for Johnny Schneider. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of value there. The Alabama kids drop for whatever reason. Uh, but look, if, if, if that makes a ton of sense. For Seattle, and he's comparable to had they stayed at 26 and taken the best D lineman available, that may have been him for them there. So, I, look, great pick. Uh, people were shocked that the, the that the Browns went and took their luxury quarterback in the third round instead of taking that tight end from Ohio State, who Seattle, you know, got at the end of that round. Mm-hmm. Again, do they need him right now? Maybe not, but they're going to take the best players that they see, and they're pretty good at finding the best players. So. Um, and then you got some developmental offensive line kids, which they had to invest in that position. As you brought up with your interview with John, there was going to be some neat element to this thing, and, and I think we saw that. What, what, uh, what, what? What? Did you just did you just drop in the interview with John? Like, like you want some? You, it sounds like you want a little props for paying attention. No, I was just saying, good for you. I was saying that was a good interview. You heard the interview? Hmm. 
Well, I heard you talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard you wrote a column that. So you're saying you you say so you're saying you didn't listen to the interview. You just heard me talk. I didn't. About you, it? Well, you gave me. I mean, I figured there was nowhere uh, to go uh, but uh, down. Uh, aren't you, you the gave guy? Gave me the highlights. Aren't you the the guy who complains that I don't read your work? I don't complain. A little bit. I don't think complain. I, I wouldn't go with you, that verb. He just yeah. makes a point of it. Exactly. No, he I would say I point it out. What's the difference between What's the difference between me not reading your work and you not listening to my John Schneider interview? What's the difference when it's very much there for you, just like your work? You're, you're right. Me. You're right. Yeah. How is it there for him? Is it podcasted? I know he can't listen to it. That's right. <laughs> do, you, do you archive it? Do you put up the interview? I'll send it to you. I'll, 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 I'll yeah, I, I never got an MP3 or anything. If that's what you're saying, I just assumed it was on your website. Yeah, it's not on your you're website. ripping him for listening to something he couldn't listen to. <laughs> it. Well, he could have listened live. Yeah, yeah we yeah. tweeted yeah, out. No one was on this way. Who do you like? Who do you like what they did in the draft? Who do you I like? Mean, I, I, look, we don't know how these kids are going to turn out. I mean, I, when I talk to other, the way I evaluate these drafts are, if I'm going on in a certain city and I know I got to talk about their draft. I'll talk to four or five guys who I trust and just say, what did you like? What didn't you like? I mean, there was not much not to like. When you're picking 26th in each round and you come away with three or four potential immediate starters and two or three other kids like the running back and the tight end who are probably starting for you a year from now, I yeah. mean, that's, that's all you can ask for. You hope they stay healthy um, and see what happens. But, I mean, this is a crapshoot, really. But the way they worked the board to get the value they got for 26th um, was great, and they stay in the first round, so you control the kid for five years. You have the fifth-year option. You know, if he's a player and you get him in the second round, you pretty much have to pay him after three, given how much they're paying people there now. You know, that's, that's smart uh, sort of moneyball economics for them. So, uh, I mean, they, they executed. I, I, don't, I mean, I don't know that there's a whole lot to second-guess them on, and their track record speaks for itself. You know, there's certain body types they like. There's certain assets that they like, like the big backs, right? They're trying to get some big offensive linemen there. They want to be a physical team. Their bell cow isn't there anymore. The guy who set that physical tone and Marshawn Lynch, you're looking for some guys physically who you hope can impose their will on offense. You know, defense is pretty well stocked, but, you know, you can never have too many corners. So I, I get it. I mean, I get it. What do you think about this Tunsil thing? Is this going to work out? Did he really have an allergic reaction, or is there already some, some drama in Miami about the press conference? Yeah, I, I don't know about um I don't know about an allergic reaction. Um, I feel bad for the kid, in all honesty. Do you really? I do. I mean, that's that's a pretty horrible thing to happen. I mean, so that's what the ramifications are. Like, so you smoked pot in college, therefore you should have the biggest night of your professional life wrecked for it. I mean, it's it's a crime what happened to him. I think, and if he, and he's a victim. I mean, is he a victim of, of being a stupid 21-year-old kid when that thing was taken? Yeah, but, I mean, if that's what, like, like, that's what we're going on now? Like, okay, so if any kid who, whatever, smoked pot in college and or took money from a coach is now, like, uh, toxic, then I got news for you. There's not going to be you – could, you could take the draft down to about two rounds, you know? And just draft kids from Ivy League schools and all get scholarships anyway, even though they're smoking pot too. And even though we have presidents who smoke pot. And even though uh, you can just look into the, the prior and current drug history of many an NFL owner. So, you know, I know they like to sit up there on hypocrites row and cast aspersions and, you know, talk down about teenage kids. But that's not really my bag. So I feel bad for that kid. I hope he goes to Miami and has a tremendous career. I think teams like the Giants and the 49ers and – um, even the Bears who talked themselves out of it, uh, you know, may very well regret it. And, and I don't think South Beach is the best place for that kid. 
And I don't think that, uh, you know, having Pouncey, their center, the alpha male there, is going to do him any favors because that guy's been a constant source of off-field issues, even though he's a stud player. And I don't think the culture in Miami is great. Adam Gase will work on that. But, I mean, the Jets were talking to 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, anywhere they could to jump in front of Miami to try to get him. They're, I don't think he would have got by your Seahawks at 26, I can tell you that. And first of all, he wasn't getting by the Jets at 20, regardless. So he could be a franchise left tackle. I mean, he made some mistakes. People I talked to have done a lot of work on him, think he's a really good kid at heart. Um, they think that he's been humbled and humiliated to a point where he's already been scared straight to a certain degree. Only time will tell. I, I, can't, I can't judge those things, and I don't know that anybody can judge you know, how people are going to react to certain situations or you know, what kind of life choices they're going to be able to make. But at 13, I, I think it's a smart pick for Miami. My question now is, can, do you have the institutional fortitude to help make it work? And some people I talk to say, just let, you don't even need that. Like, this kid's so motivated. He's such a player. Um, he realizes what's at stake that, that really he's learned already. I mean, we'll find out. But in a draft where people are trading up to take kickers in the second round. Oh, my and, God. You know what I mean? And in a draft where the second round becomes a throwaway round, like, let's take, let's take a linebacker who is probably two years away at the top of the second round. Let's trade up for a kicker. You know, the Patriots in the third round, let's take a quarterback, you know, nobody's heard of just to do it. The Browns. Let's, let's take a quarterback who has a seventh round or UDFA grade on pretty much every other team, and let's take him in the third round and say he could start. You know, he, look out, RG3, here he comes. Like, okay, then you're going to tell me to thir- try and this kid, the number one player on a lot of boards at 13? That's, that's a calculated gamble. Give me that gamble all day long compared to what these people, the second and third round have turned into the fifth and sixth round. That's why a guy like John Snyder sitting there watching that. This is great. These D linemen are being pushed down to me. These O linemen keep taking injured linebackers, keep taking, you know, keep taking kickers, keep taking quarterbacks. Great, knock yourselves out. Right, because every time something like that happens, a new guy that they didn't expect to be available when they picked becomes available when they yes, picked. Every absolutely. one of those things, right? Yeah. All right. So now that we've got the off season, I think personnel is pretty set. I know that there'll be there'll be some movement here and there. Teams will cut players. There'll be acquisitions. But really, we know the core now of each of the NFL teams. How do you view the Cardinals and the Seahawks rosters right now as we speak, getting ready for an, NFL, an, an, an NFC West battle? I mean, I'm going to take the Seahawks roster because I don't believe in their quarterback. I mean, I never really have. But he's also proven that if there's one thing he can do is he, he's a good regular season quarterback. Yeah, but that's not how we're judging either of these teams, are we? Yeah, well, we're judging him who's going to win the West. Who's going to win enough regular season games to win the West? If you're asking me who I think is built to win three games in January, like, I don't think it's, like, getting to the playoffs, it's like, eh, I mean, is that really? Yeah, I think it is really. If you guys get in the playoffs and get whacked in the first round, I I, I dare say that when I come on three days after that, it's going to be death and mayhem there, not, like, great perspective that, oh, we don't win every year. I think it's going to be like what's happening here. Now it's been three straight years since we've been. No, I think you've got. I think you've got that miscalculated a little bit because I think I think the people here realize that for the Seattle Seahawks to really make it to the Super Bowl, they got to start by winning the division. They got to play home playoff games. They got to maybe get a bye. They can't be asked to go on the road three consecutive. I'm not saying it's never happened before, but for a Seahawks team to make it to the Super Bowl, the recipe for that is win the West first and have the home playoff games. And so I'm asking you, I, I, I somewhat disagree with your sentiment. I'm asking you regular season, 16 games, 
If you have to pick between not who wins the Super Bowl, who goes the furthest, 16 games regular season. You like Arizona's roster to do that, or you like Seattle's roster to do that? I like Seattle's roster to do it. Okay. Because you, you're guaranteeing you're, – because you're guaranteeing 16 games of Carson Palmer. Or if that's even – I can't assume that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I can't I can't assume that. Okay. So, I like both teams a lot. I like the way they're constructed. I think there's a lot of similarities between their GMs, a whole lot, um, in terms of the types of players they like, mm-hmm. the way they build their roster, their willingness to be aggressive, their openness to trading, their openness to, at, you know, at, at many times take on a character risk in a calculated fashion. I mean, I, I think there's a ton of similarities there to how they've been built. I think those two teams have kind of been built. At the time, it was kind of San Francisco was a bully as well, but you look at what they were doing, especially when, when Scott was still picking their players, and you had to be a big, tough, physical team to compete with them and all the, you know, the first-round picks they had from a first-round pick running back to all the investments they made in their offensive line and their defensive line. So I, I think that's kind of been an arms race. And now it's a two-team race and not three. But, um, yeah, I mean, flip a coin. One team will probably win 11 or 12. The other team will probably win 10 or 11. Right, that's right. That's right. You know, Kem but, Deitch, but Kem... again, whether it's road or home or whatever, give me Russell Wilson eight days a week. So that, to me, doesn't make it close. Right. Kem Dietschy, they added. They added Chandler Jones. They added Evan Mathis. They, they had a pretty decent offseason, did the Cardinals. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they've got to get, you know, the Honey Badger signed long-term and, and figure that out. Uh, they have the, It looks like they've, they've really addressed the pass rush through Jones, and, and if Kem Dietschy can – you know, can stay out of trouble and be a player, That's that could be a tremendous value. I mean, that's the replacement for Calais Campbell right there. I mean, that, I'm sure that's what they're thinking when they did it. And you've got Chandler Jones on the outside as well. They feel like they'll be a, a, a more difficult defense, uh, you know, to face. But, again, I mean, is Larry Fitzgerald going to do what he did last year? Now, I guess you could say, is Doug Baldwin going to do the same? And I'd say I'd, I'd bet on the younger guy than the older guy, you know, even if the older guy's a Hall of Famer. Uh, so I don't know, man. I I, I kind of wonder if last year was. I don't say I, I generally don't believe in the window closing and all that crap, but I I don't. I mean, if they get another season like that out of Carson Palmer, production wise and health wise, I would say they beat the odds. Got it. There's Jason Lock and Four for a Wednesday, brought to you by not only Zeke's Pizza but their incredible selection of craft beers. We're featuring the Free Range Red today. From the Laurelwood Brewing Company in Portland, Oregon, a gold medal winner in the World Beer Cup. Seasonal at Zeke's through the end of this month. That's it. Lock and four. If you're gonna if you're gonna get yourself your hands on the free range red at, at Zeke's, you better get out of here fast. Yeah. You, I you can't got get three it. weeks, you got I four can't weeks. Get to me. You got you gotta get out you get here fast, and I'll take you to Zeke's and you can have all the craft beer. You won't have to drive. I as we know, I drive you around here anyway when you come yes. to town. Yes, you I'm are. Your, my, I'm your personal, personal driver, chauffeur. Yes, yeah, you're, right. you're like the yeah. guy behind the guy. Yeah. It's yes, um, yeah. In the next couple of weeks, I don't know. I could try to finagle an OTA trip out there, <laughs> but I don't know. All right, have fun. What are the O's out there? The O's, I feel like the O's are out there before training. Camp. Come out. We got tickets for you. We got tickets. Oh, I know you. You definitely hooked me up with that last. Uh, yeah. I got tickets for <laughs> you. Yeah. See, we're out there in June. Hmm. We're out there in June. Take a look. Into take, July. Take a look. Take a look, see. Yeah, that's after OTA. Take a look, see. I don't. That's after OTA. I can't. Here's a tuna sandwich. I showed him the tuna sandwich picture. You did. You did a a number on that thing. That's what I'm saying. I had. I almost got halfway through it. (laughs) My internal over/under was. I. I figured I was going to have two more bites than I did. So you actually, you came to me pretty quick. (laughs) Tell Chloe to feel better, okay? I will. Thanks. I hope everybody's well out there. Bye. Let's go, M's. Bye.
Jason Locking Four, presented by Zeke's Pizza. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.